You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. And now drops it, Kane shoots, trickling puck, Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from Lynette. That was going in. In tight, Huberto trying to go back into forehand, they score. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Good morning. It's Thursday. It's the big show. Russick and Rose Sports at 960 Defense. Are you okay? I'm great. That was a good I'm great. You really, you really cleared out your I throat get, there. Get everything out. Yeah. Gotta get ready for the show. Sometimes it just sneaks up on you, George. Boom! Yeah. Split. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. 100%. Mouthful of food. Oh, my God. Uh, today's our it's our Friday. Uh, today's our Friday. Uh, we're not here tomorrow. Uh, Remembrance Day, which is. It's a little mind blowing for me to have Remembrance Day off because in Ontario that doesn't doesn't roll just, that way. We don't we don't want to talk about it too much because then the powers that be they might hear and oh, then, okay. and then so they just, might change it. So, so it's, just shut up, Rusick. Yeah, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, okay. Georgie. So we're not here tomorrow. I'm sure a lot of people are off tomorrow in the province. So we're we gonna play CBS in the morning. Something like that. I have no idea what's going on. I'll a be bunch asleep. of replays. What are we doing? Got a bunch of replays. Our show? No, we got our show. We got well, Merrick's going to be on, so we got Merrick on at ten. Yeah, well, because they'll be live. But then there will also be a Flames talk replay as well. Okay, cool. There you go. Um, so I'm really excited that today at nine a.m. is our last Big Show replay because Donovan Bennett shows whoop, take whoop. over whoop, whoop. next. Whoop, whoop. Uh, but I love the Big Show replay at nine a.m. But here's the thing. Okay, if you really need the Big Show replay. Go to the you, podcast. You should go get it on the podcast. Get yeah. those downloads up. Got to get those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers, bud. Yeah. By the way, the big show with Russick and Rose is available wherever you get your podcast. Google, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Kijiji, MySpace, Kijiji, AOL. Has, what about Craigslist? Craigslist. <laughs> Craigslist. Yeah. Craigslist is bad news. In the misconnection section on Craigslist. Don't go you on can Craigslist. Find big show Russick and Rose there. I've heard some things about Craigslist. You don't want to know. Hey, you've been looking for to meet some new pals around town. <laughs> no, no, don't don't open that can of worms. How dare you? Uh, we got a busy show. Don't 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 put that out into the How universe. How dare you? Don't put that into the universe. Uh, we got a busy show. Um, Flames trying to snap that ugly six game losing streak tonight, yeah. just against the uh, eleven and two Boston Bruins. No big deal. It should be easy. Like, yeah. I like a challenge in yeah. life. Bergeron retired. Krejci's still in Czechia. Yeah. Everybody's injured. You know, yep. McAvoy and Marchand aren't going to be back till... Cre- False. What? No, that's... All of that was wrong. Clearly not the case. But at the same time, the Bruins could be playing way too good way too early. Like, just dial it back yeah, a little bit, Boston little, Bruins. Yeah, we've seen that before. But then yeah. again, it's the Bruins, and I have... Yeah. Zero to no faith that they're going to have the bottom drop out on them, especially as they continue to get healthier. Yeah. Like, they're getting Charlie McAvoy back tonight. Is he, like, literally... He's back a month early. Is he one of the most underrated defensemen in the NHL, even though he plays in Boston? Yep. I think he is. Yep. I just think that he doesn't have the high point totals. Yet. But he's damn good. Yet. Keyword being yet. Carlos because is a he's good never... blue liner, too. Yeah, Carlos is a good blue liner. Hampus Lindholm, like, having an outstanding season. Jack Edwards could barely wait until I was done asking the question oh, yeah. to sing his praises yesterday, and, and rightfully so, but... 
Yeah, they've got a strong blue line. Charlie McAvoy continues to get better. He's someone that I know, if you listen to the Merrick show, he's someone that Merrick has talked about as a Norris candidate for the next few years, and I can subscribe to that. I don't know if his point totals are ever going to be what Kale McCarr does. Yeah. Especially as, you know, there are some questions with that Bruins roster in the next few years here, but an outstanding young defenseman. Yeah. Really good player. He's very good. Um, The Pat Steinberg telethon. It's going at 2 p.m. Pat Steinberg, Wes Gilbertson, Aaron Vickers. Wes is on our show today for the first time at 8 o'clock. And today it's uh, in support of the Southern Albertans with Dry Hands Society. Oh, again, we're, we're doubling back on the the Dry Hands Society? Was that yesterday, too? That was, uh, that that was Tuesday. Yeah, it was Tuesday. What That's we, okay. We're like, they need our support. Yeah. Dry Hands is definitely an issue in this province. Mm. It's yeah, something yeah, that yeah. people are afflicted with on a day-in, day-out basis. Well, this one's Southern in Albertans in specifically. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we don't care about Northern Alberta. Well, just... it's just, you like to keep the money where the people are. Yeah, okay. Where, where your people are, right? So, uh, By the way, we're coming at you live from the Doug Lacey Basement System Studio. Uh, everything basement-y since 1992, serving Calgary and Southern Alberta. Um Flames, as I mentioned, on the road tonight, wrapping up this three-game home. Good thing they're on the road. Remember? That was the thing. Oh, this this team needs to get on the road. Oh, boy. Got to do all that bonding. Phew. Got to go for dinners at the hotel. Uh, That's going to snap. Sure, it worked in the first periods on Long Island and and in Jersey, and then things, the bottom fell out in the third period. Uh, I don't know if Markstrom's going to play tonight. I kind of have a feeling he is because it's the Bruins. It it's a Markstrom start, right? And then you got a day off between starts when the Jets are in town here Saturday night. I, I know the head coach, and people take what Daryl says as gospel. Uh, so far that he said that I want to get Vladar in once a week as a start because there's so many weeks in the season. Well, that's been proven to be false so far this year. I think Markstrom starts starts tonight, right? He has to. You mean Vladar starts tonight? No, I think Markstrom starts oh, tonight. Yeah, uh, I could see it. I like listen. This is a team that we saw right go against the Devils and play them back to back. This is a team that desperately wants to win right now. Yeah. So I wouldn't be shocked if you go to your veteran. He's been playing well lately. He certainly has not been the reason for your losses in these last couple of games. Uh, I would understand going right back to him. The other thing here is Dan Vladar last season when he played against the Bruins had a shutout. So I could also see them deciding to go the other way. Like sometimes you look at the goalie deployment and you're like, well, yeah, look at his recent numbers against a certain team. And last year in the beginning of the season, that felt like a good indicator as to who was actually going to get the start. And then that changed as the year went on and Dan Vladar kind of lost the coach's confidence and then didn't play as much in the second half of the season. Right now, it also seems like the coach has a lot of trust in Jacob Markstrom over the other guy, so I wouldn't be shocked if we see him go tonight. Well, especially with the start in New Jersey on the back end of a back-to-back, it just goes to show how much the Flames wanted that game on Tuesday night. Yeah. Is that they they go against the trend in the NHL was never start a goalie on back-to-back nights, which Martin Brodeur is sitting back in his his Barkle lounger uh, (laughs) petting a cat in front of a roaring fire saying, no, that's very easy for him, but uh, they don't do that anymore. And I, I would, I would imagine Markstrom's going to get the start tonight. Uh, I could, I could be totally wrong. It could be the whole, Oh, Vladar's playing his old team. Oh, there's that whole extra juice. No, the flames desperately need a win. And Jacob Markstrom gives them the best chance to do that tonight against a very, very good 
Boston Bruins team. Uh, Frank Saravalli, NHL Insider Daily Faceoff, brought to you by South Trail Chrysler, is going to join us at 7 o'clock. We'll talk about that. We'll look around the NHL. Uh, we'll even ask, uh, do we do we have to talk about the, the Mitchell Miller story? Because I don't really want to. I don't really want to either. It's not like, great. There's nothing. Yeah, it's it's bad. The Bruins completely messed up. it. Right. Like, I understand. We can open it up to Frank and give him some thoughts, but I don't think we have to spend a whole lot of time on it. Yeah, it's... The Bruins throw on some clown makeup. Sure. Onwards we go. Um, NFL Big Bets and Brody on the beat at 7.30. I'm excited for that. Uh, Brody's really, really underselling his Brody on the beat today. He had a difficult time grabbing some audio. Uh, he texted us, although I was in a coma. I didn't read the text till much later because <laughs> I was dead of the world. Because I, I had a feeling... Yeah. I was like, I think I should reply and get him out of the cold here because I bet George is zonked. Oh, yeah. I it, was... it was prime nap time hours. Oh, it was. Uh, so, uh, Alex, you had some difficulty grabbing audio. Okay, so the okay, one... Hold on. Before, <laughs> I, be, let, me, let me just share th- this with you, Alex. I know the, the expression is uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. It's also paid with excuses. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Okay, no, that's that just is, my... That is a great point. I just... I just <laughs> I just kind of like to throw that in there. Okay, go ahead. Well, so have you tried the plus 15, George, yet downtown? That's the, the tunnel of the, yeah. the maze tunnel Keeps you I away told from you the about. cold outside. Of- yes. You were supposed to try it the other day, did you? Yeah, did- I know. I got it. I got it. Maybe I'll do it today. That's where everybody was, though. And, and so I went outside. Yep. I went to Stephen Ave, and nobody wanted to talk to me. And, like, my, rec- like my record downtown is probably like one in five people will say yes to mm-hmm. talking to me that's okay. pretty good that's pretty good though no, that's good batting good so, ratio yeah 200 but yeah. so i am part of this you know i don't want to try and make excuses but people did not want to talk to me i'll put it that way people did <laughs> okay they, they were not interested in stopping in the cold um okay. mm. and yeah it was just it was a tough go so workshop this thing because yeah it was minus 18 maybe outside wasn't the best place <laughs> or maybe you guys are making too many excuses right now well maybe you should have just gone in the core like this is your thing, yeah. This I is your baby. I think a bar would have been fine too at night. Mm, yeah, they're watching the games. Like go know. to a mall, Alex. Yeah. So I did like in in university. I did streeters as well, and I got kicked out of the core once. So I'm I got a oh. little. I got, yeah, yeah, sometimes like you got to get permission, and they'll be like, "Whoa, no, you're no, bothering no, no. people." Just go. It's fine. <laughs> just go to the food court there. Okay. And just talk to people. And if they kick you, oh, if the security comes, pe- there's there's Ask interesting the individuals at the True. core who are screaming to who won't get kicked out. And you're going to get kicked out with your little microphone. <laughs> little Alex Brody's going to get kicked out with his microphone. Loitering. So I I want to workshop an idea with you guys. Because mm. next week it isn't supposed to be as, as freezing cold in Calgary. Okay. Thank God. Yeah. What if we send him out live? Oh, I think we've got the tech. I think we can. We, we do absolutely that. have the tech for that. Patrick can jump on the board while Alex goes out and does Brody on the beat live, and we'll have him in delay in case something happens. What do you think? Is that too much? I think Is that going to be a total flop? We'll have to get our engineers on here and figure out figure out how to do it. But yeah, I think that would be fun. No, he could. I, I have a connection Opal, with right? my phone, an iPhone. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I can you, you can link onto an Opal link. Yeah, you just use my data. 
and oh, you're good. We got wireless mics around here too. Oh, that you can just yeah, right. that you can just literally put on the board. Yeah, like, we can record live. I, on those. I did it back yeah. when I was at Jack FM doing uh, oh, yeah. uh, FM Morning six to nine. Dude. When it got all wacky. Yeah, we got all wacky and crazy. So we maybe, were zany. Maybe maybe we sent him out live for some World Cup dark horse predictions. I like that. That'd be fun. I would uh, enjoy that. Like now, nah, uh, these guys got to know the thirty-two. Well, they're gonna give you no, some random don't. countries. No, I guess. they don't need exactly. to know anything. Like, like I think Uzbekistan has a chance <laughs> to win it all. Like that's kind of <laughs> what I want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we'll send you out live. I think next week. Yeah. I think our bosses are like, oh god, you're gonna send them out live. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. why not? Why not? It, it could be an enormous flop. You could maybe get nobody. And I think it's I think our listeners would like to hear you striking out with people asking them. Yeah. I think that's part of the appeal too. I agree. Hi, do you have a sec? No, and they just walk right by. No, you. leave me alone. Yeah. So what do you think? Next week we do it live? We'll do it live. Let's In do the it. words of Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> What's that? Let's do it. Okay. Yep. I'm in. But but you think this week's edition? So no bueno? So maybe this I kind of did a test. So I was trying to see how much traction like an Instagram story would get if I asked people to kind of like message in or like voice message in nobody did so okay maybe we should be pushing the the insta more i don't know but i got no i sent it out on my i sent it out on my socials and like i don't have a massive following or anything so mostly my friends okay did it so i I don't know it's great it's a less authentic version of Uh, again um we'll hear it uh if it's bad we'll dissect it it's fine It's like a post-mortem on the Brody on the beat. And if today's, you know, maybe isn't as sterling as here, let let me, let me give you an example. Is it going to be better than turn back time yesterday or no? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, let's. It's, I really uh, needed a confident yes there. No, you didn't. <laughs> I really needed a you confident didn't. yes there. That wasn't confident. No, it wasn't. That wasn't confident at all. Um, so Brody on the beat later on in the show. Uh, Wes Gilbertson, Calgary Flames beat writer for Post Media for the first time. Uh, he's joining us from Boston too. Boston going to join us on an eight AM. You want to talk about a, a sexy accent? It's that Boston accent. Is it? The oh yeah. Shout yeah. Ahead. Oh yeah. Do it hotter. <laughs> Like you, you, we would definitely like. It's a you beautiful a accent. Are you a cop? Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty good, Patrick. I watch a lot good. of Departed. It's pretty good. Yeah, Departed is a great movie. That's oh. pretty good. It's pretty good Boston accent. Very sexy. The Boston accent. It doesn't have a, a direct um, line to my heart like a Western New York accent, where where the ladies there uh, O's or A's. <laughs> and my friend uh, Rob dated a girl from. Batavia, which is just outside of Buffalo, and she kept calling him Rab. <laughs> Not Rob. Rab. Hey, Rab. Rab. <laughs> so, and then we'd have a couple of drinks. He'd be like, hey, I don't even remember her name. Like, Crystal. I don't even know what her name was. Hey, Crystal, say his name. Like, why? Like, what's his name? Rab. <laughs> and then we start laughing. <laughs> I love that Western New York accent. It just has a direct line to my heart. Rab. Um, we got Flames tickets to give away. Isn't that what? exciting? Lower bowl, Flames and Jets. It's weird because they were on the road, and it was like, why don't we have any tickets to give away? Yeah, and that's what I thought too. And then I'm like, oh yeah, for like a week. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they've been home for three weeks to start the entire season. Yeah, Uh, so we have tickets to give away for Saturday night down at the Dome. The Jets are in town, Uh so that's kind of fun. A little more juice in the building when it's a Canadian team. Yeah, you got. Kyle Connor and Nick Ehlers, Josh Morrissey, yep. hometown game for him. Connor Hellebuck's, hurt, Connor Hellebuck's having a great year. Ehlers is hurt, so okay, he won't play. So there you go. <laughs> of course, Patrick has his pulse <laughs> on the Winnipeg Jets. So Jets are in town on Saturday night. We have some tickets to give away. So I was thinking to myself, 
doing my brisk walk into work. Yeah. How are we going to give away the tickets today? Because I like when the listeners earn it. Yeah, 100%. You got to work. Yeah, you got to work. Because we're giving you free yeah, free tickets to the Flames. Like, that's lower, but that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. You can go see. Pretty good. Uh, Brandon Dillon. Yeah. Neil Pionk. You get to see. Um, David Riddick will be on the bench, Nick probably. Nick Simone. Yeah, you get to see him on the blue line. Yeah, Adam Rajitska playing in the front, playing in the top line. Playing maybe on the top line, maybe. I don't know. Maybe you get to see Nick Ritchie on the second power play. Nazem, Lots of stuff. Nazem Kadri will probably score a goal in the first ten minutes. That's right. You could probably bet on that. He Lots does of that stuff. a lot. Lots of stuff you can see. So this is what we're gonna do. Pocket um, dogs. So when we don't have a Flames talk replay, uh-huh. uh huh. Usually before our show because it's in the Eastern Time Zone. Uh, DA shows on from CBS Sports. Love DA. Used to be on overnights. Listen to him a ton. DA's great. Uh, his show's on before hours before we take over at 6 a.m. They had an incident this week on their show. They have some fun and they goof around. And this yeah. sounds... Uh, this I haven't sounds heard serious. this yet. <laughs> this sounds serious. So uh, their producer, Mraz, on the show. If you're a listener, you're, you're very familiar with who Mraz is. Uh, they were talking about... How do I... How do I say this? So uh, they were talking about the Philly fanatic. What do you potentially would do to Mike Schmidt on his chest? So we're not gonna we're not gonna <laughs> dive into that part of the conversation. We're just gonna we're just gonna do the aftermath of that because they kind of lost it on the air. And I've had these instances where you laugh so hard, like you forget you're on the radio and you have to say something because that's what people are doing. But this is what happened on DA's show this week. I'm just gonna. Just going to let you hear the audio, and then I'll explain what happened. Hit it there, Alex. Got up and clenched yep. and had a waddle, like Jalen Waddle out Trying in the newsroom. Trying fight gravity with your hips, like, <laughs> <laughs> like keep it in place, it doesn't go anywhere else. That can't spread. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> On the one hand, I'm glad that he laughed so loud. It must have been funny. On the other hand, I'm really terrified of a guy that, if you laugh really loud, can't control the balance. <laughs> So, so apparently, uh, his producer Mraz laughed so hard, he uh, he pooped himself. That actually happened, and poor guy, like this is, this is it's a tough thing to live down for the rest of your life and your career, right? Pooping yourself on live national radio. National. Yeah, he pooped himself. National, bro. Yeah. Like D8, that's a big show, that's CBS. Across borders. North America, like it's a big show. And oh. the producer, Merez, pooped his pants live on the air because he was laughing so hard. And DA's right, it is concerning <laughs> when if you laugh so hard, you don't have control of your bowels, you poop yourself a little bit. Now, that led me to this question uh, to our listeners. And please, let's keep the poop stories to a minimum. <laughs> uh, 960, 960, name and location. Uh, this is your chance to win Flames Jets tickets. What's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you at work? Oh. 960, 960, name and location. Uh, the best text that we think it's the truth will win Flames and Jets tickets lower bowl on Saturday. What is the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you? I had an incident on the air in Toronto. You, I, Well, I'll give you mine while you and producer Patrick Dumont. It doesn't have to be on this radio station. It could be a summer job he had. It could be somewhere else he worked. But I'll give you one that happened to me on the air. This is just just before the pandemic hit. Uh, um, I'm on the air in Toronto doing a night show with, I believe, Matt Marchese. Yeah, it was Matt Marchese, producer of uh, the Jeff Merrick Show. Does a great job. So we're sitting there. And in the studio in Toronto, uh, they had these pads on the chairs because Bob McCowan, the legendary Bob McCowan, 
wanted an ass pad because he wanted it softer to sit down. Sure. So the gross ass pads were in the studio after. But they made the chair like you were sitting higher up on the chair. So this might be a surprise to you. I got a little animated on the show. <laughs> and I got so animated that I literally leaned back a little bit on the chair and flipped back oh, over. Oh, no. <laughs> and hit the ground. Like, my, my ass went in the air, feet in the air, yep. boom, back slammed into the... As we were on the air live, Matt's like, oh, my God, are you okay? No, I'm fine. I'm more mortified than actually hurt because that was super embarrassing. <laughs> Luckily, there wasn't a camera on. Luckily, there wasn't anything. It was just I fell backwards on the radio, which was super embarrassing. Yeah. Not like the show's broadcast on CBS. You can actually see it where this dude pooped his pants. Yeah. Yeah, they so that was that kind of embarrassing. TV. I felt backwards during a live on air broadcast. Maddie Rose, what's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you at work? Well, mine, uh, I've actually got tape, and every time we play this, and man, we play it a lot, but uh, it's um, it's a, a classic. It was one of my very first on air shifts. Okay. I was doing a little bit of fill in work on the previous show. Yep. And uh, this was the day that Jerome McGinley announced his retirement. Oh, so a pretty big day. Uh, my hockey idol growing up, like you'd expect that I would, you know, not just get a little bit starstruck, caught in the moment, that type of thing. Uh, and, you know, we're finding out we're doing the segment and Boomer's like, yeah, I got to send a few texts here. So, yeah, listen away. Just uh, fill it for me. I'm doing some work. That's right. Yeah. Well, it's. That's who, that's who, not filling. That's who, that's who, just stammering. That just just kind of fill in time. <laughs> Are you saying anything right now? Not really. No. Okay. Good. Uh, Jerome again live on Monday at the uh, Saddle Dome. We'll be carrying that live for you. How <laughs> many of his old teammates would be busy at this point, though? You know, no one wants to talk. <laughs> you. Did your brain break when that yep, happened? Just deer in the headlights. Can, can I just say, like, and just, then you just it just shut down inside inside radio mm. um, because you're a lot more comfortable now. You sound a hell of a lot different than you did back then. Oh yeah, because that, like I said, that was like one of my first on air shifts, yeah, probably like super five nervous. six years ago. Yeah, you were you were nervous a little bit, um, and, and you're like, oh, you everyone's listening now. Yeah, you froze. Oh, big time. Yeah, you froze because you were trying to fill time and you couldn't. Because uh, you were so upset that Jerome would get. That's pretty good because that's live on the air and that's that was sort very of embarrassing. embarrassing. Yeah, uh, Patrick Dumont, do you have a uh, do you have a an embarrassing work story? Uh, I got to go back to the days when I was working at a grocery store. Okay, was, uh, stocking some uh, shelves. It was the juice aisle, uh, okay. and I was leaning on the shelf because I was just being a lazy bum, just leaning. <laughs> yeah, and uh, with the weight of my arm on the shelf, the shelf broke. In, in this grocery store. Okay. And uh, all the juice fell onto the ground and broke everywhere. So that was a, little mm. so was a lot of purple and red. Mm. Stained the white floor. One of those, like, Looney Tunes type of situations yeah. where the aisles you, start falling oh, over yeah, on just, each this other. This doesn't stop. Yeah. Yeah. Were you like, oh, who did this? <laughs> just ran. Clean up on aisle three. And looking back, I mean, I was only, like, 15. Oh, so, my God. But, like, yeah. I, terrifying. If this was me now doing that, I probably just would have left the store and quit. Just bye. <laughs> yeah, see you later. I don't uh, need this. This so, is not worth my time. That's always uh, someone so, else clean this up. I'm such a weirdo. Like I'm like I, I never worked at a grocery store growing up because mm. I'm I'm such a weirdo. I in my fridge, I like to have all the labels facing out English side, perfectly aligned. Oh, FIFO. 
first in, first out labeled. Like I'm, yeah, I'm like, a weirdo like that. I like everything uniform, and I did like. Did you it do neat. that before you were a bartender? Yes, that's weird. Yeah, it is weird. I'm a weirdo, but I like I like the way that it just looks. I just like having it a certain way. Yeah, and all lined up a certain way because I have a little bit of OCD when it comes to that. So I I'm think a total I, I do as well. There's certain things in my life that have to be done properly. Yeah, there you the go. Way. I love it. Uh, keep them rolling in nine sixty nine sixty. Name and location. The most embarrassing thing that's happened to you at work. Please tell the truth. And uh, the most embarrassing story, or at least the best story, uh, will win tickets to Flames and Jets tomorrow night. Uh, sorry, Saturday night, because it is Thursday. Saturday night down at the Dome. 960-960. Name and location. Are they rolling in now? Are they? We're are they... getting a few. Okay. We're getting a few. Yep. Are they good? They're, they're are they... starting to come in. Okay. Yeah, we got a couple of bangers and, so far. And this is uh, <laughs> and this all stems from uh, Mraz, the producer on uh, DA show on CBS in the morning, the morning <laughs> show, pooped his pants live on the air. So we want to hear your most embarrassing work story. 960, 960, name and location. Uh, the most embarrassing story, at least you get to go see the, the Flames and Jets Saturday night down at the Dome. And frankly, you don't have to tell the story. You don't have to tell anybody how you won the tickets. You could just say no, you bought yeah. them if you want to. No, it's not yeah. like we announced like during the game we put a right. big spotlight on you and we're like, this is, this the, is guy the guy who uncontrollably <laughs> vomited on his coworker or whatever the story is. Like I don't know what it is. We're not going to do that. No. So go ahead, fire yeah. it in there. Your most embarrassing work story: nine sixty nine sixty name and location. Uh, we'll tee you up, Flames Bruins tonight in Beantown. Matty Rose has the Rose Report straight ahead. Frank Saravalli at the top of the hour, NHL insider for Daily Faceoff. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. We're in the Doug Lacey Basement Systems studio at the top of the hour. Frank Saravalli, NHL insider, daily face-off will join us. Tee up the Bruins in flames tonight. Calgary trying to snap that. Ooh, ugly. Six-game losing streak. Uh, our NFL big bets, Brody on the beat in the 7 o'clock hour. And, man, we're already having a good laugh on the text line, 960-960. Uh, we told you earlier to kick off the show, uh, Mraz, the producer on DA show in the morning on CBS Sports Radio, uh, he pooped his pants. He was laughing so hard. Uh, we told you our embarrassing work stories. Uh, we want to hear yours. 960, 960. Name and location, please. What's your most embarrassing work story? And uh, the most embarrassing one is going to win Flames Jets tickets for Saturday night down at the Dome. It's a pretty good deal. Uh, there's some great ones on here already. Like, you people are we really weird, and I, I love it. Keep them rolling at 960, 960. <laughs> We got a stalker on Facebook. That's pretty good. Yep. A guy you, who tried to do something into a microphone. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff here. Uh, keep them rolling in 960, 960, name and location. But first, the Rose Report brought to you by MotorWorks, exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility where they'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes on 51st Ave and 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Welcome inside your morning report. Plenty to get to as the Flames do look to break a six-game losing skid. W's. That's what I'm Won't be too impressed lately. We'll look ahead to the rest of the schedule and back at yesterday's four-game slate that included another meeting between Ovechkin and Crosby. Ovechkin! 
We've also got uh, Week 10 NFL football. Football's here. It's like it's like daddy's home. Raptors were in action. So we'll throw 24 seconds up on the clock and get Georgie to break it down in a bit. But we'll start with the fellas in red because the Flames are back in action. Closing out a road trip in Boston. Third game in four days. They were trying to break a six-game losing streak. In those six games, they held leads in five of them. They've played stretches of good hockey. Can't be frustrated by the result. Being angry and you know, obviously we're, we're all those things, feeling all those emotions, but it's going to do you no good. You just got to pick your chin up and... Um, you know, I'm proud of the way we played the last couple games, and uh, you know, I think uh, it's going in the right direction, and you know, we feel like we're close. That was forward Nazem Kadri after the loss back on Tuesday. Uh, no media done on Wednesday, which which is probably good. Take yeah. some time off, a little bit of breather. Mm-hmm. Do all that bonding we heard. Yeah. The team's got to get on the road. Dinners and drinks and stuff. Maybe they got real banged up after that loss against the Devils and had to uh, sleep in, shut the blinds. Do they do that a still as a late checkout? I don't know. Their Not bodies really. are temples. I yeah, don't they're know. They're weirdos now. They probably had some like bean shakes or something. <laughs> <laughs> some couple, protein couple shake. Couple gummies and a protein yeah, shake. Called know. it a day. Yeah. Sure. Um. <laughs> I'm also infused with cannabis. Anyways, um, uh, that was uh, Nazem. that was worth the wait. Actually, the I'm bro- like, what is going on right here? What's with this big pause? Did his computer freeze? I had to find it. That okay. one. That that was an audible. That wasn't in the script. Okay, that was fresh. Like uh, the Bru- the Bruins have yet to lose at home. George, they're seven and zero. Is that a problem? They're also an eleven and two record overall. So um, really, a perfect spot to break a six game losing. I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. Smiling's yeah. my favorite. <laughs> Charlie McAvoy expected to make his return to the lineup for the Bruins. He underwent off-season shoulder surgery. It was announced back on June 3rd with a six-month timetable for recovery, so he's returning about a month earlier than schedule. Something in the water in Boston because we saw the same thing with Brad Marchand return early from his off-season hip surgery, or else it's maybe just the fact that they couldn't get weight to get into a lineup that is just mowing down opponents left, right, and center. Honestly, I thought they might slip this season, Instead, they're just destroying everything in their path. (laughs) There's our man, friend of the show, Jack Edwards. Friend of the show. Puck drop will go at 5 o'clock. Tons of Flames coverage for you today. We got Jeff Merrick's show, all things NHL at 10 o'clock. Haley Salvian is Hockey Central just after 1. Sandra Prasina is going to be on the show talking some Wranglers as well. That'll be at 1.30. The Steinberg Telethon in support of Southern Albertans with the Dry Hands Society kicks off at 2 o'clock. We got Flames Talk from uh, 2 to 4. Please donate. It's real, real affliction. Uh, Wes Gilbertson and Aaron Vickers are going to be on Flames Talk. Then it is your Flames pregame show with the man himself. This is downright silly. Check in on last night's... Oh, you got some... Uh, no, I'm just saying Wes is on our show today. Uh, yeah. Wes, Wes is all over the radio station today. I love it. Wes is all over. I think Merrick is going to j- join Haley Salvian on her show today, so it's going to be a lot of Merrick today. A lot of cross-pollination. Yeah, we like to get everyone involved. We're all about teamwork and making the dream work. Yeah. Checking in on last night's <laughs> schedule. <laughs> I'm ready for the weekend. Can yeah. you tell? Four games, including an all-Canadian matchup between the Canucks and the Canadiens. One team would catch the other team asleep. It's controlled top of the point by Jonathan Drouin. Drouin to the right circle for Suzuki. Low shot, he scores! For the second straight night, the Canucks give up a goal in the first minute of the hockey game. 
Uh, Brendan Batchelor with the call on Sportsnet 650. That's Canadiens captain Nick Suzuki with his team-leading ninth goal of the season. That one comes on the power play 55 seconds into the first period. He'd never like to be killing a penalty in the opening minute of a game. The Canucks would end up losing as the Canadiens added two more in the opening frame en route to a 5-2 win out east. Two goals for Kirby Doc as well. He's now got 12 points in 14 games, uh, quietly having a nice little start to his season. Uh, he is. And Nick Suzuki continues to impress. He's 23 great, years old. Uh, what an, what an, again. I uh, keep warming up to the Patrice Bergeron comparisons. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I so continue to warm up. We know that Mark Bergevin made some really bad moves in Montreal, but sure. he also made some great ones. Yeah. And the Max Pacioretty deal that he got Nick Suzuki back in, absolute slam dunk home run move. And the draft pick of Cole Caulfield was another one that's been an absolute home run. You imagine if the Vegas Golden Knights could go Jack Eichel, Nick Suzuki down the middle? It's pretty damn good. That would have been fine. Like, is Nick Suzuki going to be a true number one center in the league? He could be, but... Well, he, it's like, is he going to be more like Michael Backlund? Where, okay, no, if no, he's, he's way more offensive upside than Michael Backlund. Yeah, but I mean, as far as a role, isn't a guy who's done first line, but maybe on a winning team like is a, better suited to a second line or third line role in the prime of his career? Like a Nazem Kadri? Sure, bingo. There's a much more apt comparison right now. Uh, also, uh, no Yuri Slavkovsky for this game. He served the first game of a two-game suspension uh, for his hit on Matt Luff. That hit is going to keep Luff out 10 to 12 weeks after undergoing Oof. wrist surgery. So uh, you don't like to see that. Uh, Slavkovsky will miss the next game Saturday when they host the Penguins. And Luff had just gotten back from uh, another injury after he took a puck to the face. So that's That sucks for Luff. When's the last time a first overall pick got suspended in his rookie season? Has that even happened? Not in my memory. Yeah, like, like it's, it's just a weird kind of side note to all of this. It's like first overall picks in their rookie season. Generally, don't, I'm sure Sid didn't get two games for spearing somebody in his rookie year. Maybe Patty DeMont can do a quick little search on the last first overall picks in the okay. last couple of decades while we go into the rest of the games because we also had uh, the 63rd meeting between Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin last night. The Penguins were looking to snap a seven-game losing streak in D.C. That's after the Penguins went 4-0-1 in their first five games. Must be rough. I wonder what that's like. Eh? All I can do right now is put on a brave face. A anyways, um, all awful things must come to an end. Washington trying to use the power play to get the game tied here with 7-10 to go here. And now the turnover and McGinn a shot. Oh, no, it goes through and it squeaks. And a score. Kemper lets another one through his legs. Almost exactly like the last one. Two stinkers for Darcy Kemper when the game was tied 0-0 and a tight-knit, hard-fought game, and then those two stinkers, and... Oh, no! That was pretty much it. Uh, Penguins would lead, uh, win 4-1, uh, breaking their losing streak. Uh, did you hear uh, they asked Ovechkin, because obviously the Crosby-Ovechkin story's been done to death. Yeah. But uh, they actually took a, a, a cool angle on it last night in the broadcast on TNT. Uh, they asked Ovechkin uh, pregame. Uh, Crosby said, okay, forget playing against each other. If we play together, who'd be their line mate? Who'd be on the wing? Oh. And uh, Ovechkin says, Donald Brashear, just to keep things safe. Because yeah, uh, Ovi would, doesn't do that. Well, again, but he goes, yeah, just in case things get out of hand a little bit, uh, Donald Brashear would be on their wing. So it'd be Crosby, Ovechkin, Brashear, according to Ovi. Did you see Ovi run over that Penguins He's defender behind the net yesterday? It was like, ridiculous. I, I, I know we, 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 
Pittsburgh's already been in town, and everyone's like, oh, Sid, Sid, Sid. But watching Obi plays so cool because the dude is so wide. He's such a big dude, and you just couldn't imagine getting blown up in the boards by that guy. There isn't, like, listen, there's certain teams in the NHL when they're on the power play you want to watch, but as soon as the hand goes up and you're at the dome and you know it's a penalty against the Flames, everyone kind of inches a little bit little bit closer yeah. to the edge of their seat because and you, you know, know it's going to come hang out the top of that circle. Yep. Maybe we'll get to see him launch a rocket through the boards. Uh, the Capitals did lose that game, and Alex Ovechkin was um, inferior to Sidney Crosby. Ovi was minus two, one shot, 21.07 time on ice, just one shot, and he had 6.15 on the power play. Crosby an assist, plus two, two pim, two shot on goal, 11 for 18 in the faceoff dot, and 20.42 on ice. Uh, I'm pretty sure heading into last night's game, they yeah. had the identical identical points, points for their career. Crosby had played less games because the concussion stuff earlier sure. on in his career, but they had matching point totals Which going into absurd. that. It's so it is. It's so Crosby. It's so Crosby. It's theater, George. Okay. Um, what else can I tell you about Panthers and Hurricanes down in uh, Florida? Matt Kachuk serving game two of his suspension, so he'll return for their next tilt. Panthers going to Spencer Knight for the second straight game. They've alternated two games each for Knight and Sergei Bobrovsky, going back about eight games now. The 21-year-old netminder entered the game 4-1 and one on the season, added another stellar performance to his resume. Brady Shea with a shot, deflected in front, and then the backhand is stopped by Knight. Oh, Knight lost it in front, and then he comes back to make the big save on Martin. Steve Goldstein, Valley Sports Florida with the call there. A season-high 40 saves for night, including a nice stop on a little error he made there. His third career shutout, also three assists for Brandon Montour as the Cats won 3-0. 783rd win for Paul Maurice. That's sixth all-time. He passes the great Al Arbor mm. with that win. Quite impressive. We also got the Ducks in the Wild down in Anaheim. Pretty rowdy game. They were tied at one going into the third. But then the better team took over. Kaprizov a jam play. He scores! Kirill Kaprizov with his second power play goal of the night. Tic-tac-toe with he and Zuccarello behind the cage, and he just jammed it in. It's 3-1 to one in favor of the Wild. Did well, you see that one? Did uh, you see that goal? Uh, no. I, the goal I did see uh, was Trevor Zegers doing the Michigan again. And then get called and then off then for, the for offside. And then got called for offside. Yeah. Again, I... Something about that offside rule. It just... Just, maybe just it rubs me the wrong way. Like I don't be offside. That's okay, no, it is. All right. Maybe they just have to have someone call it from up top in the middle of the play. And they buzz just, the horn. Oh, that would be great. They Bang. buzz the horn. You were offside. Well, nothing beat when when Canada's women's team won the world championship after Marie Philippoulin scored, and all of a sudden the horn went off, and then they started just jumping onto the ice because they knew the puck was in. And then the one girl, who is it, who broke her leg in the celebration? Oh, yeah. Well, that happened, and then she was out on the stretcher for the uh, Brienne Jenner. Was it? I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, you might be right on that. Maybe. Anyways. Uh, no horns for the offside, please. Great goal there, and it was so weird. Like It's basically Kaprizov and Zuccarello playing catch back behind the net, and then Kaprizov walks to the net and tucks it behind John Gibson. It's, it's going to be unfortunate when he has to go serve in the Russian military for a couple of years for the Minnesota Wild. No, it was no, Blair Turnbull who uh, broke her leg. Thank you. Uh, thanks to the producers Brian in the other room. How to be, boys? Brian uh, Jenner probably has been on the team in like five years. I don't even know. Uh, Drew Doughty. Now, what am I talking about here? The Wild beat the Ducks four to one. Why am I mentioning Drew Doughty? Drew Doughty's the one who took the stick in the face from Kirill Kaprizov. He didn't get suspended. Yeah. 
He scored two goals instead. The Wild beat the Kings. That's what we're getting at here. Busy slate tonight. Ten games. Nine apart from the Flames and the Bruins. At five, you got the Oilers as they continue their road trip in Carolina against the Hurricanes. That's a mother Canes. Let's go, boys. A 2006 Stanley Cup final rematch. Uh, Noah Vander Kane, he'll miss three to four months Ooh, after undergoing surgery. For that like, skate cut he suffered awful. Tuesday against the Lightning. Just terrible. Terrible um, injury. I haven't seen the video. I kind of caught it out of the corner of my eye once when I was walking in the newsroom of just him like skating to the bench. And I was like, I can't no. do those type of injuries. Yeah. Doesn't matter who it is. That is awful. Disgusting. I hope he's very much okay. Three to four months uh, he's expected to be out. So LTIR. So maybe a little bit of space for the Oilers. But then... If Kane's going to come back in the regular season, not really. So we'll see what they end up doing to try and uh, fill that hole that is now in their top six. The Senators look to avoid a seventh straight loss. You know, the rebuild's done. They visit the Devils, who will be in search of their eighth straight win. (laughs) Knights and Sabres, an intriguing game on the uh, slate. Jack Eichel returns to Buffalo. The Sabres better equipped to handle the Knights now more so than ever, I would argue. So I got some interest in that game. The Blue Jackets host the Flyers. The Rangers up in Michigan to battle the Red Wings. Then at 5.30, the Coyotes play game three of a 14-game road trip. Are we there yet? No! They'll um, visit the Islanders. The uh, The last time Eichel, I believe, was last season, he played in Buffalo for the first time. Yep. Uh, very, very... Um, he, he acted like a petulant child. Like yeah, he, he did. He was very mature about how he handled things. Hopefully, he handles things a little better and the Sabres you're right are in a much better spot to square off against the Golden Knights than they were last season but Jack Eichel did not handle that situation well and I'm sure he'll get booed but I'm I'm sure if you go on uh, StubHub or whatever secondary ticket market you can get tickets to that game for like $40 to sit behind the bench most likely at 6 you get two worst teams in the West the Sharks visit the Blues Predators visit the Mile High City at 7 and then at 8.30 the Kings host the Blackhawks. We'll switch it over to the NFL, where we got Week 10 beginning this evening with an NFC South Clash. You got the 2-7 and seven Panthers hosting the 4-5 and five Falcons in an NFC South battle. Big one for the Falcons. They got a matching record to the Buccaneers, but Tampa has two divisional wins to just one divisional win for Atlanta. So they're the top two teams in that div. Bucks and Falcons are going to actually play the final week of the season, so that could be a fun race to watch. Even if the two teams do hover right around 500. That was awesome. That was f***ing awesome. Falcons are a two and a half point favorite on the road. Total for this one is set at 42 and a half. Uh, what are you monitoring for this one uh, as you look to maybe sprinkle a little something something on this well, game tonight? Uh, I think the total is something that uh, you can be looking at because what an incredible game they played just a few weeks ago here. It's the 35-32. Yeah, the DJ overtime. Moore taking the helmet off thing. That was a penalty that shouldn't have been a penalty because he was actually out of the end zone and off the field. So the refs actually blew that call and maybe Carolina should have ended up winning that mm. game if Joey Sly could actually kick a chip shot. Oh, sorry, excuse me, Eddie Pinheiro. If he can actually, Pinheiro, if he can actually kick a field goal, but I think there'll be a lot of points tonight. I think it could be interesting because everyone craps on Thursday night football because some of the games have been a dog's breakfast. It could be a dog's breakfast tonight, but both of these teams are still in the mix in that division. Even though Carolina trades away Christian McCaffrey, uh, they're pretty much saying goodbye to the season. But the Atlanta Falcons are still in it too. Uh, there is some intrigue in this game because at least you might see a lot of points. 
which is good for fantasy football owners. It's weird because the intrigue in this game is mostly because a team not in this game is having a bad season, which has allowed one right. of these teams to be relevant. Uh, Ross Tucker, NFL Insider, Ross Tucker Podcast, CBS Sports, will join us at 830. I'm sure he has something to say about that game. Best bets coming up after 730 today. It's not on the slate, but there will be some eyes on the Raiders and the Colts coming up on Sunday. That one in Vegas, one of three games in the afternoon set. It's going to be legendary former Colt Jeff Saturday's first game as head coach in the NFL. He was the longtime center for Peyton Manning uh, back in their time with the Colts. 202 NFL games under the belt of Jeff Saturday. He won a Super Bowl, six Pro Bowls. He was inducted into the Colts Ring of Honor back in 2015. You might remember this interaction with Peyton from back in his uh, playing days. Hey, 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 quit calling the f- plays, all right? Hey, we got to run the ball. Bo- bo- six down Let there, me pass, block, block. Can we not run the, we'll ball. Run the ball? Can we run it down yeah, there? Just play we center. run it down Yeah, there. Jeff, okay, so we will. It. All right, we'll call pass plays. Block. He's calling f- plays. Go sit down. He's calling sit plays. Down. I will sit, sit down. down. I will sit down. <laughs> Just play center, Jeff. I like that part. Can we run it down yeah, there? Just play we center. Run it down yeah, there. Jeff. Okay, so we will. Just play center, Jeff. Payton's are really passionate in that too. Come on, man. <laughs> Please. And it's it, it keeps going for like a minute, and it's so good because at the very end, he's sitting on a bench. They've been separated. He like looks over to a teammate, and he's like, I'm mic'd up too. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Saturday won't be calling the plays. Tom Pelissero and Ian Rappaport both reporting that 30-year-old pass game specialist slash assistant quarterbacks coach Parks Frazier is going to be the offensive play caller. The mentor replaced by the student. Frazier was hired to be the former head coach Frank Reich's assistant in 2018 and has helped with the practice plan, call sheets, and scripts. We had a press conference on Wednesday. I was getting some Dan Campbell vibes from... uh, 47-year-old Jeff Saturday. I am no good. I may be really good at it. I got no idea, but I dang sure ain't going to back down. I can tell you that. Might be no good. from America? Might be good. Um, the, uh, I, I like what he was saying yesterday, and but, but, but at the same time, you give a guy with no experience to be a head coach, and I know he was talking about how he's a leader of men and how he played with all these Hall of Fame players, been to the Super Bowl, been to the Super Bowl twice, won one. He, he knows what winning looks like and feels like, but... It's really hard to be a head coach in the NFL. Side note, uh, with all the fiasco going on with Twitter and verifications yesterday, yeah. did you get fished into that tweet for a split second from the fake Adam Schefter uh, blue checkmark account that said Josh McDaniels was fired by the Raiders? No, I didn't. Yeah. It has a picture and it says it says Adam Schefter and then at the end it says not, but it had a blue checkmark because somebody sp- spent the $8 to get the verification. That was like Connor McDavid, the blue checkmark announced him being traded to the New York Islanders yesterday. Yeah. Did oh, you, did I you didn't get see that. By that I saw one. the LeBron James one was or traded too. Chapman. We got all four major sports. Yeah, like go, it, was, it was an absolute disaster on Twitter yesterday, but that, that fished me in. That I'm like, Josh McDaniels got fired? Then I was like, oh, no, he didn't. This is a nightmare. Bro, I spent 14 years in a locker room. I went to the playoffs 12 times. I had, I got five dudes in the Hall of Fame that I play with. You don't think I've seen greatness? Yeah. You don't think I've seen how people prepare, how they coach, how they GM, how they work? I mean, won Super Bowls, been to two. Like, here's the deal, man. None of us are promised a good job. I may be terrible at this. And after eight games, I'll say, God bless you. I am no good. I may be really good at it. I got no idea. But I dang sure ain't going to back down. I can tell you that. Uh, he's also an avid fantasy football 
Oh, really? Owner. Do you think he's still managing Ooh. his team? And talk about bad news if you're playing a fantasy football team. Because he also you, tweeted out earlier this year the Raiders are terrible and they're playing the Raiders. What if he's a Devontae Adams owner? You know, it's like maybe we should put a rookie on Devontae Adams. You're gonna today. love this. You know what I did? A little slither snake move. Yeah. I picked up the Raiders defense in both my fantasy leagues as soon as he got hired. Well, you should because Sam Ellinger has been terrible. Yeah, for the Colts. And, and he literally doesn't. He throws the ball five yards down the what's field. What's this every guy? Time. Um, Parks Frazier, yeah, the pass game specialist slash assistant quarterbacks coach is going to be calling the plays. See, I, I do like I do like your line of thinking there, but the Raiders defense has been terrible this year. But that's a good matchup. Yeah, it is streaming. I like it. Reminded me of Dan Campbell. All okay. right, and on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap. And we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. Yeah, I don't know if he survives the season. Raiders are a six-point home favorite as they host Jeff Saturday and the Colts on Sunday. The Raptors were in action. They hosted the Houston Rockets before starting a three-game road road trip through the Western Conference. Former second overall pick Jalen Green is a name that I recognize that played for Houston yesterday. Uh, Ready for our 24 seconds? Okay, shut down that clock over there, boys. I got a better one over here. Ready? Three, two... Okay, uh, you talked about Jalen Green scored 21 points, but it wasn't enough for the Rockets. They fell 116-109 to the Toronto Raptors. Freddie Van Vliet scored 12 of his season high, 32 in the fourth wow. quarter. And OG Ananobi matched the season best with 27 points. 27. Added 10 boards. My goodness, double-double. Raptors double. also, yeah, they, they did well. Um, also, Otto Porter Jr. chipped in with 14 points. Scotty Barnes had 13. Gary Trent Jr., 11. And by the way, isn't there a pod- Porter Jr. on... Uh... On the Rockets, too? Uh, Maybe? No. No? I don't think so. Hmm. Raptors win 116-109. And they'll visit the Thunder on Friday. 7-5 and five on the season. Yeah, Three-game right. road Kevin trip Porter. starts. Kevin Porter's on Sorry. Houston Rock. Yes. Yeah. Actually, are they yeah. brothers? Kevin and Otto? They I, are not related. Because our listeners care. I watched, uh, I, I bet some totals last night. Oh, yeah? Heartbreaker. I bet the Clippers in the over last night fell Five points short at the end. Uh, mm. That was Paul George was a monster last night for the Clippers. Mm. And then I bet the Cavs and Kings, the total over Donovan Mitchell was really good. I was um, people care about that here. Taking a little bit of a bath on the hockey yesterday because I had a night where I could sit down and watch. Like a dirty, d- dirty shirt. Last and then night. Uh, I hit a uh, Kirill Kaprizov anytime goal oh. prop late in the game okay. and uh, changed the night. So off we went. Uh, Thunder Raptors Friday. That pretty much does it, buddy. You're good. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. And good night, and good luck to you. I was going to mention the golf because they're down in Houston. There's a bunch of Canadians, it, it, and Taylor Pendrith's back, and we're going to go golfing later today, kind of. We'll talk about that straight ahead. Sort of. Golf. Kind of. But I'm going to enjoy myself. And I enjoyed the morning report, which is brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility where they'll meet and beat all competitors. Quotes on 51st Ave and 3rd Street, Southeast. Straight ahead, Frank Saravalli, NHL Insider Daily Faceoff. We're taking your text messages. Some of these are awesome. 960, 960, name and location. We talked about how the producer on DA's morning show on CBS Sports Radio, Mraz, pooped his pants um, because he was laughing so hard. What is the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you at work? 960, 960, name and location. The most embarrassing story. Please, please, it's got to be true. Like, tell the truth. You'll win Flames Jets tickets Saturday night. Down at the Dome. Uh, and NFL Big Bets, Brody on the beat, all straight ahead, 7 o'clock hour. Big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.